We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone! Hello! Welcome to Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Erin. On our show we like to talk about things related to pop culture. And not so pop culture. But this week, Erin is on the other side of the country. I am. I'm in I'm in San Francisco. Yay! Yay! Um, so we're going to do uh, an outtakes episode, but this outtakes is mostly from one episode. Yeah, we have there is um there's some chunks of stuff that we cut out of the live stream episode that have that basically built the majority of of this episode. Right. But so if you watched the live stream live, some of this may be familiar. So you, uh, this is mostly going to be outtakes. Well, it's going to be entirely outtakes. But before we get to those outtakes, um, it's July. Happy July. It, yes. Happy July, everyone. Um, a couple of things. Uh, my birthday is in July. So that's this important. is true. Um, second, um, we are participating in a thing. Yes, it is a, uh, a campaign called Two Pods a Day. It hopes to introduce uh, podcast listeners to new and ind- new independent podcasts uh, two a day, every day for the month of July. Right. And we are on there somewhere. And actually, some people that we have talked about and been guests on their show are uh, as well. Yes. Um, I never saw that. Uh, and I think historical hotties. Yeah. Um, but so you can and should follow along uh, in the adventures of Two Pods a Day for the July campaign. Uh, and you can do that in a number of ways. Yes, you can find them on Twitter at Two Pods a Day. That is two, the number, not one of the words. Right. Um, you can also follow the hashtag, which is hashtag Two Pods a Day. And you can also find them on Facebook. It is facebook.com slash groups slash the number two pods a day. That is just the number two. Don't write out the words the number two. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I guess related to that, if you are joining us because you found us via Two Pods a Day. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome welcome uh to our outtakes episode please stick around for the rest of the month <laughs> yeah well i mean the 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 there's a good chunk of this episode that the the part that makes up kind of the bulk of the episode is still pretty representative of what we do here at unabashedly obsessed it's actually probably going to be one of the more cohesive outtakes episodes Yes. <laughs> However, so, the very first outtake does not have James in it at all. Right on. It, it's it's me, and I made Kevin test out your microphone for the live stream. Awesome. But no, it was I thought it was entertaining, so I kept it in. I'm excited to get there yeah. eventually. Yeah. I'm not yet very at eventually. Thanksgiving yet. Um, almost. <laughs> yeah, you'll get to this episode in like a year. I, I think I'm about six... Uh, nine months behind all my podcasts all my podcasts that i'm on i'm basically in october so fun yeah super fun um so i think that's basically it by way of introductions and greetings and welcomes and plugs and everything yeah so now enjoy listening to not me let's just i am james i am talking about things i'm wearing a glorious tie 
I'm probably louder than that, though, so I should talk loud like James. Yeah, James is pretty loud. Oh, you got a little, got a well, big bump there. I, I moved real close to the mic. Oh. I'm like making out with a microphone you right probably now. probably shouldn't make out with the microphone. I probably shouldn't. I'll probably no. do it from back here. Yeah. That waveform looks a lot nicer. Should I, should I lean back like James? Like, well, I guess the mic would be, that's in my face, though. Well, it wouldn't be in his face. Yeah, he's yeah. taller. Yeah, he would be. And, okay, let's see what this sounds like. Bananas. Kevin made a reference earlier today that was like, she's like so-and-so from G.I. Joe. I was like, that helps me not even a little bit, dear. She? I guess there was some character. Well, it's a he's creating a D&D oh, thing okay. and needed me to write a backstory for him. And he was okay. like, yeah, this character's basically like so-and-so from G.I. Joe. I was like, I don't know what that means. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I would get a G.I. Joe reference either. Yeah. I could maybe point to like one or two bad guys just because they were weird looking. I think it was basically like the Cobra Commander's second in command. Yeah. Is the person he was referencing. But I don't know. Destro? I don't know. I, mean, let's I have look. no idea. This is not a G.I. Joe podcast. This is not a G.I. Joe podcast. This is a time. Oh, whoa. You almost got me there. <laughs> um, this is a time travel episode of a not a time travel podcast. Right. This is a baseball podcast. Play ball. Is that our new tagline? Uh-huh. Damn it, we have to make all new t-shirts and throw away all the old ones. But they're baseball tees. We have those in our merch store. <laughs> Cafepress.com slash Unabashedly Obsessed. Uh-huh. Join our Facebook group. So Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed. You want another funny story of a time where Aaron's refer- point of reference was not what it should be? Yes. I started watching Doogie Hauser, and by that I mean I watched like two episodes on repeat on UPN 20. Uh-huh. Like, way back in the day sure because it was never on consistently enough for me to actually watch it yeah but i first discovered it because i turned on upn 20 and guess who was on screen do uh racetrack from newsies sure sure yes this is played doogie's best friend Vinny. yeah i knew him it's one of those situations i was like oh yeah that trope of guy yeah but it was the same guy Mm mm-hmm so Newsies, I was sort of like, oh, he's kind of like that. And Doogie Howser was like, oh, he's kind of like that. But not remembering that it's a Max Casella type. <laughs> All of these guys I know, they seem like the same person. Do you remember that? I think you were part of that. I think it was your friend group. There was a there was a meme that went around like two years ago on Twitter when you were super active in that Twitter group mm-hmm. that was like accidentally discover something. Like, Oh, yeah. I need to, oh man, I really need to get this bread super hot so that it dries out and, oh. Hey guys, I invented wait. toast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That. It's like, hey guys, I invented character actor. <laughs> hey guys, I invented Max Casella. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Nope, that's, nope. That is, I, I can't do a Max Casella. No, see, because what I did just now was have the, was have my fingers here and the imaginary cigar on the other side of my mouth and that's just not going to work. That's not going to work. Also, right. I don't think you smoke a cigar the way you smoke a cigarette. You I smoke pr- a cigar, smoke a cigar like this, right? Like not this. like this. See, smoking kills, and also it makes it socially awkward. Uh huh. No one's at gonna least, think you're cool when James if you smoke does bad. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, I in high school had a really bad habit of when I pretended to smoke, um, exhaling on the on the pull up and inhaling when I take away. So like. <laughs> Why did you pretend to smoke? It was for a bit, I'm sure. For a bit, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> I probably then leaned into not having any idea of how to smoke and look cool. Probably. For a further bit. Double the bit. 
Haggard the librarian. No. Oh. Um, did Haggard know how to read? Sure. Probably, right? I mean, he went to Hogwarts for a period of time. Yeah, but like... I assume he learned something. Okay. Um, you Although could... the only textbook he assigned was basically just full of teeth. Right. So I don't know. It's like a picture book that tried to eat you. Mm-hmm. Like all picture books. If I if I was doing a Patreon for us, if I was some other guy, mm-hmm. James Anderflun. Uh-huh. James Anderflun, right. Um, Of the Ohio Anderflins. Uh-huh. Um, I would probably do the $5 here. I hear Cleveland's really nice. Hi, I, Matt. I heard Cincinnati's better. That's just what I heard through the grapevine. I don't know. Go Reds. I've only been to Cincinnati. I can't speak to Cleveland. Yeah. You can't, because Cincinnati specifically forbade you from speaking uh to Cleveland. Cincinnati was like, you may not speak to Cleveland. (laughs) And you're like, but I, and they're like, no. And you're like, may I watch the movie Major League? And they're like, no. Every time I talk to new Matt, I wonder if I'm going to have the cops on my tail. (laughs) You have one new message from Cincinnati. You're like, (laughs) delete. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Their mayor has a lot of time on his hands. Uh Uh-huh. Next segment is a multiple episode segment. This combines episodes 10, 70, 20, and 80. Are these all of our time travel episodes? No. Uh, You do need to go get bet die, though. Oh, dear. I know that we looked at the desk and saw if there was anything that you needed to get from the desk. And I said, well, I didn't say get bet die, but get bet die. Okay. So we're doing a write a movie. Right now? It's going to be a 15-minute write the movie. How long are we doing this live stream for? Forever. Oh, okay. No, no, there's, there's, there's... This and then two more things, one of which is our main thing. So we're oh, almost okay. done. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this combines Mark's episode, episode 10. Hi, Mark. Hi, Martin. That was actually what the episode was called. Um, should I set this to 15 minutes? Yes. Yes. Uh, Chad's episode, episode 70. Hi, Chad. Hi, Chad. Um, episode 20, which was fall, but it also was called Bet Die or Betty. So the Red movie is going to take place during the fall. Okay. And uh, episode 80 was Tomedy of Errors, which was a Red movie. But maybe Tom Hanks is in this movie. Yeah. Okay. So I asked Chad for a movie that he had recently seen in the theater. Did he say Ready Player One? He didn't. Oh. A uh, movie he had recently seen in the theater because uh, his episode was about it, which we saw in the theater. Uh-huh. Uh, he said A Quiet Place. I want to see that so bad. Me too. And that is going to affect and and sort of mess up this a little bit because I don't want to look up any plot about it. But okay. I think that probably the element that we're going to take from that for a writing movie is... Is the part where you just don't say anything for 15 to, minutes? I feel like that might... Well, that would be... I mean, if we're going to do a live stream, it feels like that's... that's. I mean, it feels on brand, but not in a good way. Yeah. So I think it, everyone has to be super quiet is going to be... Or else they get killed or something. Maybe just somebody knows sign language. Okay. Uh, and we'll figure it out. I also asked for an actor or actress from a movie he'd recently seen. Preferably not the same movie as the other thing. Okay. And he said Kate Blanchett. Okay. Okay. Do you know who that is? Uh-huh. Okay, cool, cool. And then for Mark, his episode, one of the elements was his movie collection. Right. So from Mark, I asked him for a movie from his movie collection and an actor or actress from a different movie from his movie collection. Okay. He said The Lodger which is a 1927 Alfred Hitchcock movie, which okay, I so have. it's set in a hotel. I have the plot of The Lodger, which we can oh. we can incorporate. I thought you didn't want to spoil stuff. I don't want to spoil stuff for movies from this century. Uh, there. Um, all right. And uh, the, the the actor or actress he picked was a name a girl named Carrie Coon, who is that, that girl right there. 
I have literally never seen that person before in my life. Mark, what is Carrie Coon from? There we go. Ooh, if I angle it like that, it doesn't get glary. Okay. Uh, ben Affleck's six- sister in Gone Girl. Oh, that's Carrie Coon. Ben Affleck had a sister? Ben I- Affleck was in Gone Girl? No, I knew Ben Affleck was in Gone Girl. I don't remember there being a sister. I also... She's the bartender. Okay. It's, I saw Gone Girl one time. So here's the plot of The Lodger. Um, when a landlady and her husband take in a new lodger, they're overjoyed. He's quiet, humble, and pays a month's rent in advance. But his mysterious and suspicious behavior soon has them wondering if he's the killer terrorizing local blonde girls. Okay. Their daughter, Daisy, a cocky model, is a far less con- is far less concerned, her attraction obvious. Her police detective boyfriend, in a peak of jealousy, seeks to uncover the lodger's true identity. So we don't need to necessarily just make that movie, but with, shh, be quiet, there's a new person living in our house. But I think you just wrote us a movie. Here we go. All right, so Kate, so these are both people Tom named Kate. Hanks no. Okay. Plays a man. Okay. Larry Gump. Yes. Okay. Tom Hanks plays Larry Gump, who is looking for a place to live. And he responds to a room to let ad that has been put on Craigslist. Uh-huh. But like movie Craigslist? So it's like James Corden's list? Okay. Right. Daniel Craigslist. Daniel Craigslist? Yeah. Um, Rent my room or I'll shoot you. I was going with James Corden because he was Craig on Oh, Dr. that's true. Hill. That's true. No, that's that's a better reference. So it's on it's on the best companions list. Right. Um, Kate Blanchett has put this ad up. Sure. Um, saying, hey, I have a room to rent. Is and she a timeler? We're not there yet. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I get. I mean, she can be. Okay. We just haven't. I assume. Gotten, I assume. We haven't all. gotten to that point of the story yet. All British people are timeless. Didn't we? We recently wrote a movie where. Oh, where John, where John Bender was a time congressman. Congressman, right. Right, you're right. A time um, congressperson. So, yeah, so he responds to that. Okay. And she has a blonde daughter who's deaf. Okay, I thought you were going to say dead, but I like deaf better. Deaf. Okay. And only communicates through sign language. Right. Okay. I like this because you're kind of getting that, like, hush. Remember that movie, Hush? That oh, I told you, you about. Oh, you mean um, wait until dark. Wait but until with, dark, but, but with death. Yeah, um, it's like that, but with like Craigslist. Yes, which makes it infinitely scarier. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, okay, and then and and her daughter is played by. Her daughter can't be played by that woman who's almost as old as she is. That's the aunt. Okay, so I Kate, think. Kate and Carrie, they live. Wait, okay, the aunt, right, right, right. But so Kate Blanchett is playing Carrie, right. And Carrie What's-Her-Butt is playing her sister, Kate. Kate, right. No, that makes sense. Uh-huh. That, that only makes sense. Right. Right. And their daughter, who is played by... Oh, their daughter? Are they Are they not sisters? They could be... They could be... The, they could be jointly the parents. I don't... How is Kate... Are Kate and Carrie close enough in... It doesn't matter. Age is not Age is a just a number. I just didn't know if it would be like... That, that would add an extra element into this of... Right. You know, like, does... Well, you could do a thing where... I mean, like, if they're... If there is super big age difference, it could be like a new marriage situation yeah. where like the daughter is Kate Blanchett, who I'm assuming is the, old, the older one, mm-hmm. um, daughter from a previous marriage, and then Carrie, who plays Kate, of course, right, um, is the new wife. I'm the worst. Kate is 48. Carrie is 37. Okay, yeah, that'll that's fine. Okay, um, and I then, feel like those are maybe younger pictures of Carrie. Like uh, that's probably true. She looked. Yeah. Yeah. I literally did image search, scroll, scroll. Okay, that's a pretty good sample. Yeah. So, uh, and the daughter is, of course, going to be like 
19, 19 or 20. Played by Anna Kendrick. Right. Who, I feel bad, but I feel like she's always going to play, be able to play that that age. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Okay, so, and she's deaf. She's deaf. Should we cast a deaf actress? Probably. Yeah. But the only one I know of is the chick from A Quiet Place. Okay. What? What? See, I really want Anna, I want Anna Kendrick in this. Okay, just for this workshop okay. of it, we're going to cast Anna Kendrick, but we are going to look for an actually deaf actress. Like an Anna Kendrick type. Yes. Cool. Okay. Her name, the character's name will be Anna. Right. In tribute. Right. Anna Tribute. Her middle name is Tribute. Okay. Okay. I'm fine uh, with that. Um, okay. Her so, best friends are Ken and Rick. Okay. Right. And Ken and Derek. He's doing it. <laughs> He's doing it! <laughs> <laughs> And he just spells it Drick? Right. Okay. Um, D-Rick. D-Rick, right. <laughs> That's so stupid. You're the worst. I love it. It's my favorite. <laughs> the, so Tom Hanks moving in. Wait, is this Tom Hanks as bad guy? Uh-huh. Nice. I love well, it. it as, may, as maybe bad as guy? As maybe bad guy. Right. Um, okay. So uh, he moves in. Mm-hmm. And he likes it. The accommodations are good. Fresh muffins every day. Ooh, I want to live there. I know, right? But yeah. what if he's a killer? How good are the muffins? Right. Right. Okay, so... Are they like the big muffins or are they like little like little muffins? I Do think, they come from a mix or are they made from scratch? I think they're made from scratch. And I think they're like the bigger, like that. Like like, like that. the big honking, yeah. like... What flavor muffins? I feel like you aren't going to like the flavor that I would want them to be. Okay. Cranberry orange. No, cranberry orange is fine. I was afraid you were going to say chocolate chip. No. And then I would say That's that, not a muffin. That's a cookie. That's... Or a cake or something. Tell that to every other member of my family. Give me the phone. Well, two of them are asleep, and the other one you can just holler up the stairs. Okay. Oh, I mean, don't. Because okay. <laughs> we only have ten minutes left. Okay. Um. All right, so he moves in. He likes it there. But then he... <laughs> I like this. So he's not doing anything. He's just living his life uh-huh. as an ad executive because he's a man in a movie. Right. Um, and But they start to think that he is a killer just through a series of unfortunate, a comedy of errors, if you will. Right. Um, I think maybe he also has a limp mm-hmm. or something. Like there's, there's something that makes them wonder about, like makes him seem mysterious and makes them wonder about his past. And he carries around a big knife, but it's not for anything. He just likes to indicate with it when ooh, he's doing ooh. architecture presentations. Can it be a hook? Mm-hmm. Can it be a hook like the hook on the cover of American or American Psycho 2 All-American Girl? Yes, that's exactly right. I almost have called it American Girl Psycho 2. Well, that's... Which is also accurate, right. but... Just scrumble those words together. Uh-huh. So he, but he, he just likes to indicate with it. Uh-huh. He's like, and, but he's like, and here's the hook. And people love that joke. Yep. I feel like that is a joke that people in the advertising world might actually love. I know. He doesn't do anything, but he keeps like... You know how like when you're following someone in your car and you're behind them, but you keep making the turns that they're making? Uh-huh. That keeps That's happening. That's what I'm laughing at. I mean, you said you were going to say he keeps asking. And I immediately thought of last week and I made the joke about it. They asked her a question. <laughs> And you got mad at me, and I left it in anyway. So he keeps asking them questions. Yes, yes, that's what happens. He asks, asks. I can't even say it. He axes them questions just all the time. Right. He's very. With his hook. He's very inquisitive. He uses laxatives. Axatives. Axe body spray. Axe body spray. He's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> then it turns out that he is a killer because of the axe body spray. Yep. 
Um, we have five minutes to make this plot a plot. So <laughs> then um, it turns out that the killer is Derek. No, really? He's been doing it the whole time. Is that what he's been doing? Yeah, the grease hasn't been greased. It's been blood. Oh my god, I hate this. Okay, no, 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 no. Oh, uh, we can't, we can't make. It's can Ken. It? it has to be Ken. Yeah. It's clearly Ken. It's clearly Ken. I was gonna say it could be Derek's evil twin. Right. So Derek. Who is who plays Ken? Rory Cochran. Uh huh. Okay. Rory Cock Ken. Gross. Gross. But weird. Sometimes your brain goes places. <laughs> yep. Okay. So Roy Cochran plays Ken, and he uh, he kills everyone. The end. We still have four and a half minutes. Yes. All right. If you want to like plan a soundtrack or something. All right. So uh, Dashboard Confessional does all the songs, but but is it just Dashboard Confessional covering all of the songs from Empire Records? No, it's Dashboard Confessional covering all of the songs from the Quiet Place soundtrack. The... <laughs> yeah, that's it. He, but he, you know, um, Chris Caraba, the lead singer of Dashboard uh -huh. Confessional. Um, Weirdly, I know that. <laughs> it's a catchy, memorable name. Yeah. Um, counts in, so it'll be like one, two, three, four. Next track. One, two, three. One, two, three. That one's a waltz. Uh-huh. I like this. This is one of my favorite movies that we've written. And then the third track, which is called Danger, is one, two, three. One, two, three. Is it a faster waltz? Yeah. Okay. And this is it. You know, this will kill a karaoke. This. Yeah, it would. Kenny-oki. Karaoke? I Daxboard Confessional. Yes. I hate it so much. Who said that? Chad. <laughs> Thank you, Chad. I hate it. I but of it. course that is Dax Shepard's Dashboard Confessional cover oh, band. Absolutely. And if it's not yet, I really hope he's watching right now. Kristen Bell on Cowbell. Mm-hmm. It's not the sound Kristen of Cowbell. Cowbell. That's not the sound of Cowbell makes. Don't but... call her Cowbell because that's just that's just feels like it's insulting. No, it's Kristen Cowbell. Okay. I'm not calling her Cowbell. I'm calling her Kristen Cowbell. Right. Cow is her middle name. No, her last name is Cowbell. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> uh, so that was our movie. Yay, we did Yay, it. Yay, we did it. With two minutes exactly to spare. You are Hamlet. You are 30 years old and you're back living at home, but it's okay because your home is a castle. That's right, ladies. You're a prince. Things have been rough lately. You had been trying to focus on your studies at Wittenberg University, where you and your bros Horatio Rosencrantz and Guildenstern all hang out, but you were called home because your father died. Then your, dad, your dead dad's brother, Claudius, married your mom, Gertrude, two weeks later. Yep, it's made you kind of upset. You raced home to comfort her, but she's married your uncle, and that is weird. You feel weird. Right now, you're in the audience chamber of your father's castle, here in sunny Denmark. King Claudius is here, addressing his court. Laertes and Polonius are here, too. Laertes is kind of a jerk, and Polonius is his father. Polonius is also the father of Ophelia, whom you're totally sweet on. She's not here, though. Who knows what adventures she's having as we speak while you're stuck in this drafty castle room listening to other people talk about their feelings. We know. Yeah, we do. Speaking of speaking, just now Laertes says something about, now, about how now that Claudius is king and he's attended the coronation, is it okay for him to go back to France? 
Claudia says, sure. You gotta do the. the you have to use the fist. If you don't do the fist thing, then it doesn't sound like Claudius. Yeah. The fisting is important. You'd love. What were you saying? The fisting is important. I said the fist thing. What? Oh, I thought you said the fisting. No, I did. Okay. I'm a master of deception. Where am I? Oh, I'm over here now. Oh my gosh, where am I? I can only really move there or there. It's true. Otherwise, you knock things over. Like the mic or me. Right. Wait a minute. You'd love to leave too and go back to school, away from this weird incesty thing your mother's gotten herself into. It's so gross and weird. Ask Claudius for permission to go back to school. Turn to 66. Hold your tongue and just wait around. Turn to 545. New Matt says ask, so we're going to ask. Yeah. Amity, was, said, Amity says permission as well. Yep. 66. So close. Okay. So close. You hold up your hand and open your mouth. But before you can say anything, Claudius addresses you directly, calling you his son. On the one hand, this one, that's entirely appropriate, especially since he just married your mom like two weeks ago. But on the other hand, this one, he has brought creepy uncle to new heights. Points for that, maybe? If you want to insult him under your breath by saying you're more than kin, i.e. you're related more than once now as both father, son, father slash son and uncle slash nephew, but less than kind, i.e. this relationship you're in is unnatural. In real life, people think up zingers like this on the spot all the time, so this totally makes sense. Turn to page 235. Say, you're not my real dad, and storm out of the room. Turn to 69. Nice! I mean, we're doing that one. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. While you're busy doing that, (laughs) your friend Horatio bumps into you and tells you, A, he's in town for your dad's funeral slash mom's wedding, and they serve leftover appetizers from one at the other. (laughs) B, ghosts are real. C, he's seen one, and so have a bunch of other guys. D, it keeps showing up at the same time. And E, he's pretty sure it's the ghost of your dad. Finally, some adventure, some closure. You agree that you'll come with him tonight to see the ghost when it shows up again. It's such an obvious decision that it kind of feels like you don't even have a choice in the matter. Do you agree to go with Horatio tonight and see the ghost when it shows up again? Turn to 164. Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. You do do that. Do do. Do do. Man. Oh, that's a short one. And you don't have to make up a voice for Horatio. I'll be there, 11.30 sharp, you say, and Horatio leaves satisfied. Well, now you have eight hours to blow before it's time to meet ghosts. It says that right here. (laughs) Okay. Right Right all over this page. What do you want to do, Hamlet? If you want to be Ophelia for a while, turn to page 31. (laughs) If you want to play solitaire, turn to 71. I think we've, we've, we've been Ophelia. We've been Ophelia. You, Hamlet, prince of all of Denmark, are now sitting in your bedroom and playing solitaire for hours and hours and hours and hours, which is a pretty colossally useless waste of your time, especially since you keep cheating. A five goes on top of a three, Hamlet? Really? Anyway, at this point, we're 15 games in, and wow, if you're not careful, people might start saying that your tragic flaw is, I don't know, in action. Eventually, the sun does go down, and it's almost 11.30. Yeah, he does. 
which hopefully you remember as the appointed time, I'm sorry, as the appointed hour Horatio told you about, wherein a ghost keeps showing up to bother him. Time to go meet that ghost, huh? Meet up with Horatio and bust some, parentheses, myths about actual, end parentheses, ghosts, parentheses, being real, close parentheses, turn to 268. You and Horatio go to where he saw the ghost for the first time. Now we play the waiting game, says Horatio. Is that Horatio's voice? Yeah. He's interrupted by the sound of trumpets. Hold on. Can you interrupt me by the sound of trumpets? Just hold on one second. Wait, when I say waiting, okay? Now we play the waiting. Yeah. Okay. You look at him and raise an eyebrow. I think you actually just lowered an eyebrow. It's all relative. In Hamlet. You're not wrong. They make that noise to warn everyone that King Claudius is getting wasted. I hate Horatio. He says. Those trumpets go off every night around this time. He sighs. In Denmark. (laughs) He says. At that exact moment, something insanely crazy happens. What the frig? I'll tell you what the frig. A ghost is here. What the frig? Look, ghost. Turn to 78. Oh no, I passed it. Don't freak out, but right now you are staring cold in the face of a g g g specter. <laughs> you can't even imagine how crazy this whole situation is. If you're getting too scared, read this next clause over and older, over and over until you're not insane with fear anymore. Everything will be okay. All right. Okay. We can do this. With your last shred of sanity, you quickly glance at the ghost And then you worry that if you stare at the ghost too hard, your brain will realize it's looking at something so insanely impossible that you'll just black out. Anyway, this ghost, you can see through it, but only a little. It's weird. And I'll tell you what the frig else. This ghost does look like your dad. And he's getting closer. Do you. Stare at the ghost intently and black out as your mind shuts down. Don't stare at the ghost too intently and try to figure out what it wants. Run away. So... Stare it down, don't stare it down, or run away. Okay, new Matt says we stare the ghost down. Mike says we stare the ghost down. Okay, everybody, Mark says we stare the ghost down. Okay, so we're going to stare the ghost down until we'll... Stare it down <laughs> to downtown. Bye. All right. You stare at the ghost intently, and your brain shuts down, and you collapse unconscious. Um, surprise? You are now the ghost. Before you is the unconscious body of your son, Hamlet. It looks like maybe he tripped too many balls. Is that actually what that says? Yes. Is tripping balls a drug reference? Yeah, like if he was tripping, like, on, on, yeah. What kind of drug is balls? Yeah. (laughs) An addictive one, right? (laughs) No, but, no, but serious, gross. No, but seriously, like what, acid? Yeah. It's acid? They don't call... They don't, tripping balls is like when you are tripping on acid, you're it's like... It's like very tripping. Not like you be tripping. Okay. Like that's where you're just sort of acting silly. Okay. But like if you are tripping, like a but Woodstock... Tri- tripping balls is a reference to dropping acid. Yeah. Okay. We I did have... it. We made it to drugs. And that wasn't <laughs> we me. We always do. That wasn't me. Uh, you're the one reading this page. It wasn't me. 
Ryan North yes. made us talk about drugs. That's definitely what happened. There were a lot of balls flying ar- lying around, and Hamlet tripped on one too many of them. Oh. Maybe several. Bottom line, too many balls were definitely tripped right here. You expected more from your son than this. To be, pre- to be precise, you expected to be able to tell him that you were murdered by your brother and that, she, and that he should, oh, I don't know, revenge your death. Instead, you're staring at a dude who can't even touch. You can't even touch. You stick a finger inside Hamlet's head. This is so sexy. Thinking that, oh, that maybe if you Hamlet touch... Hamlet just got so much more incestuous. That maybe if you touch his brain, he'll wake up? But brains don't work that way, at least not with immaterial fingers made out of ectoplasm or whatever. And you don't make your fingers solid, which is good because that definitely would have killed him. Oh, oh, we know. (laughs) Wait for him to wake up. Turn to page 312. See if there's anyone else you can tell about your murder. Turn to two. Are we sticking with Hamlet or are we going to find someone else? I do want to (laughs) remind everybody before they weigh in what Horatio's voice sounds like. Okay, apparently Amity wants to hear Horatio some more. It might not be Horatio. It might not be, but it probably will be. But yeah, Ham- Horatio is the other one standing right there. Hamlet's source. Maybe it's Fortinbras. What does Fortinbras sound like? Well, in, in the Wrinkling Time books, Fortinbras was the name of the dog. <laughs> I can work with that. Oh, but it's not that. Is it Horatio? Yeah. Oh, what is Horatio? Like a villain he in a cartoon. Kind of sounds like Garfield the Deals world. Garfield a the little Deals bit, Warlock, yeah, yeah. But like, if you do this with your fingers, creepier. Yeah, okay. it's kind of like if Mr. Burns were Garfield the Deals Warlock. Okay, we're gonna go talk to um, Horatio the Deals Warlock. You look around and see Hamlet's friend Horatio nearby. He looks like he's freaking out. Hey, you say, listen, Horatio, right? Listen, don't freak out. You sound like you sound like uh, Not Clint McElroy promoting the Max Fun Drive, like his like radio voice when he's like, oh. "Yeah, the deals are number two. What? What? <laughs> what? What were those words they just put together?" <laughs> said because i am not caught up on tasks he seems to freak out a little less that's good hey when hamlet wakes up oh wait no i'm not i'm being a, i'm i'm doing a horatio voice but i'm supposed to be doing a minnesota voice oh right well there's a very distinct difference there is hey when hamlet wakes up can you tell him my own brother murdered me don't you know you ask tell him i'm looking for a little revenge don't you know Horatio nods meekly. If he doesn't want to do it, then I'll make sure to revenge you, Mr. Your Majesty's Ghost, sir. This is like an episode of Fargo. Just sir is fine, don't you know, you say, smiling in what you hope is a reassuring way. You look at Horatio for a moment. Well, great, you say. Perfect, don't you know. Horatio looks at you. You look at him. He scuffs his feet a little. So, uh, I guess that's it, you say. With my unfinished work now, um, finished, I suppose it's time for me to die for real now, don't you know? You fade away in a shimmering light, certain that with Hamlet's intensity and Horatio's probable competence at actually achieving goals, you'll be revenged in no time. What could possibly go wrong, right? Exactly. This is most assuredly 100% solved for real. It's too bad you couldn't stick around to watch the revenging go down, but you don't make the rules. Hey, I guess you're about to find out who, if anyone, does. The end. Hi, future self. Your dog is a jerk. (laughs) Did you know that Charles slept with Camilla the night before his wedding? I did not. Yeah. 
Kristen got a book about the royals and it said that in there. The night before his wedding to Diana? Uh-huh. Oh, I thought, I'm like. I, oh, no, 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 no. I thought you meant the night before his wedding to Camilla. <laughs> Bro, and I'm Claudio, like, if, if, if it was you that was sleeping with her, it's cool, man. I got it. No, Leonardo, it wasn't me. That's why I'm so <laughs> mad at her. Okay. Real quick aside, mm-hmm. our next door neighbors, I thought they were playing like baseball because the guy saw the kid swinging a bat. Uh-huh. The guy was teaching his son cricket. It's It was awesome. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh man, cricket is being played near my house. It was cool. Anyways. I don't think I could pick cricket out of a lineup. It's like a flat bat. That's the only way I would be able to pick it out. That's the only way I could tell. Yeah. I have no idea how cricket is played. Same. Is it baseball-esque? Uh, I think it has some baseball-esque elements. Okay. You get a hit. I think basically what what I understood from seeing the kid play and from Casey Jones in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, okay, um, who said you have to understand what a crumpet is to know how to play cricket, which I believe is true. Okay, um, I think you hit the ball and you and you run from basically home base to the pitcher's mound as many times as you can before the pitcher gets the ball back. Okay, that, I hey, thought it had more. To, I thought it was more like hockey. <laughs> hey guys, uh, anyone who's listening who knows. How to play cricket? I'd love a like a like a four sentence summary. Like I don't need to know intricacies, but like, what's up with cricket? Hey, hey, oh hi, uh, hi. hey everyone, you're back. You've made it. You've solved well our outtakes puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, sure. It was an easy puzzle. The answer was just keep on listening. Yep. Or fast forward, even. Or fast forward. <laughs> um, so that's going to do it for this Outtakes episode. We hope that you enjoyed it very, very much. We just have a couple of social media things and, and uh-huh. housekeeping things to, to clean up, and then we'll we'll get out of here. Uh, we have a Facebook group. We sure do. It is called Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed, and you should join it. Absolutely should. Um, we have lots of fun there, and often we'll mine stuff for for future episodes from that group so like oh, and we will be doing that later this month indeed we will indeed we will so join the facebook group and help create a future episode yep we will use you we also have a twitter for the podcast which is at ufo podcast you decide what the f stands for uh, this episode it stands for this week this episode this week it stands for falcor is the best have you noticed that we say you decide what the F stands for and then we immediately tell them what the F stands for? Yeah. Huh. Every single week. I mean, it's kind of like anybody can decide what the F stands for. This week, this is what we've decided, but you could decide something different. This week, the F stands for, for instance. Oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. All right, good. Yes, that is. I, I had not noticed that, and now I will notice nothing else. <laughs> Mission completed. Great. Um, uh, individually, you can find us on Twitter. I am at unabashedly Aaron, and I am at unabashed James. We have a Patreon, uh, which, if you're hearing this, has just rolled over into a new month. What better time to join Patreon than my birthday month? That's um, true. You can join or upgrade, uh, and that that'd be a good thing for you to do. <laughs> Are you not going to offer them any incentive? You'll bake them a birthday cake for yourself and eat it. Well, I guess it'd be birthday mm. pie for you. Yeah, I. Hmm, that's a good thing. Um, I will read. Here's how about this? I'll read a page out of any book that you can name if I can track it down. 
live on the air if you join or upgrade Patreon. Yes. Oh, there there we go. Pick a book, pick a page number, and James will read it. Yeah. And if like, I I, I will parlay with you about if I have it or, or whatever. And uh, this goes out to anyone who's into like those dirty, dirty romance novels. <laughs> Nothing is off limits. So I, I, I have no shame. So you realize that now I have to join our Patreon. Great. We'll be happy to have you. We have a newsletter every month. <laughs> I know. I have to write it next month. No, um, I don't. You do. I, I'm ready. Oh, I'm, I'm all set. I have, I have to make a, a couple of tweaks to my content, and then I'm, I'm good to write it up. No, for some reason, I was thinking I had to write the July newsletter. And nope, I was like, I oh, crap. That's one more thing I have to do before I go on vacation. Nope. Nope. Good. I just have to write two recommendations. Because you already have one written? I just have to write three recommendations. Great. Organization and uh, knowing what what our tasks are are the pillars of unabashedly obsessed. Yep. File folders. So we also have a store, which is cafepress.com <laughs> slash unabashedly obsessed. What? Just like I don't know where my brain went there, but like I wasn't giving you anything, and so you just kept going and. Aaron, there's only so much anyone could possibly give from me just saying file folders. And... I know. I know. <laughs> that was, by the way, in my brain, that was the F could also stand for file folders, which is a thing that you use to organize because our show is super organized. All right. So our store for our merch is at cafepress.com slash unabashedly obsessed. Put our cartoon faces on stuff. Yes, please do. Or, ra- or rather let Cafe Press put our cartoon faces on stuff for you. Right. They do it for you so that you don't have to. That's our, that's our store's tagline. <laughs> they do. That's a bad tagline. <laughs> it's a bad tagline, but, you know, but we're workshopping it. I think that's it in terms of plugging stuff, but uh, we have a couple of people to thank. First and foremost, Jamie Shaheen, uh, who uh, wrote and performed our theme song, Did You Guys Know There Was a Ladder Down Here?, which still blows my mind that we just asked him and he came up with that amazing song. Also uh, blows my mind that we named it that. And have continued to call it that for... We have continued to call it that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Because... He went and registered the name, so now that's the name. <laughs> that's the official name. It would be a big hassle to change it. Um, yep. Although, although that's the name, it would be a big hassle to change it. It's sounding better and better with each each time I see. It's true. It's very true. In the vein of our lawyers made us uh, change the name of the song so we wouldn't get sued. Uh, oh, it's such a good song too. It is a really good song. Thank you also to Emily Cardamus who did our logo art that you can have cafe press put on stuff for you mm-hmm. uh, you can find emily on twitter at corrupted gem and on tumblr at artful and uh the random number generator has in the past two days given me three episodes of her podcast the audio armory so i've been sort of oh. big listening to that cool. uh, it's basically if you like the show sawbones but you wish it was more about weapons the audio armory is is what you're looking for she is the justin and her Sydney is an actual blacksmith, so which is such a cool job, right? So tune into the Audio Armory. Also, she, I think she has like two more podcasts that are coming down the pike. Like she's, I've seen her like tease two other podcasts. Yeah, I have so, too. Um, so check her out. Uh, she's a delight. So she is. Yeah. All right. That's, I think this was an out. 
I was just going to say it's time for me to go back to doing San Francisco-y things. Yes, walking around in fog, um, crossing bridges, telling people that they've got it, dude. Um, yeah, like hills. Just uh-huh. so many hills. Giants. Uh, that's it. I can't think of a single other sports team. I can't think of a 49ers. single other California team? There you go. 49. Oh, yeah, the 49ers. Yeah. yeah Joe Montana. The Giants are from New York. The football team is from New York. The baseball team is from San Francisco. Oh, okay. I'm now insanely doubting that. So San, it was this, it's the San Diego Padres, the San Francisco Giants. I'm pretty sure about that. Anyways. Okay. Either way, I'm not going to do anything related to baseball <laughs> or football. Okay. Basketball only. Um, nope. <laughs> just hockey. <laughs> Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. This has been an outtakey episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Erin. Smoking kills. And so do pennies. (laughs) My brain's in a weird spot tonight. Oh, mine's not.